Yeah, t- keep telling yourself that. I will. <sighs> Welcome. It's 10 a.m. For some of you, it's not. It's another time, but that's okay because we are the self evident podcast. You got Mike, you got Massey. So, so, so happy to be here. It's a joy. <laughs> You're with us. Yes. You're with us. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Wake up. I hope you have a fresh cup of coffee. If you're listening at another point in time, still coffee, because it's good for you, especially when you have beautiful mugs to sip from. Breathe in the aroma. Drink this, it all. This is ASMR in. podcast. Yeah. We're, we're going to do our audio in high definition. What is that ASMR? What is it? It's that? like... Elijah, you will probably explain better than I will. Um, what does that mean, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I imagine you're a guy who would probably know what ASMR yeah, is. You're the and... kind of guy that goes and listens to poetry when they all do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then listens I know to what somebody it is, breathing but after. Not because I listen to it. That <sighs> actually, breathing actually irritates me. Me too. Um, you ever get around people that they're just like, you can hear. You can hear, yeah. You could just like <laughs> the guttural, <laughs> yeah. And for me, like sometimes you hear it through the, you know. I love everybody's like turning down the radio right now. <laughs> well, let's explain though. I mean, yes. I'm I'm losing I'm, I'm I'm losing weight, but it's like you still got, you know, there, what, there's you, extra mass. Yeah, there's hanging there. <laughs> extra. Oh, I'll allow it. I'll, I'll allow that. That, that. that was a good one. That was, that was slick. That was slick, dude. That was slick. I'll give it to you. So, Elijah, ASMR, quick for it's the listeners. Basically, making really soft, subtle noises into a very sensitive microphone. So, like smacking your lips or like rubbing pieces of cloth together or like and it's moving your hands. Flip would do that. It's designed for like people who they're like super sensitive to sound or something right uh people who just like that soft stimulation like that oh, okay yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> sounds like a liberal <laughs> soft stimulation that's exactly what it like <laughs> i can open up urban dictionary and get that definition if you'd like you just caught me trying to unwind the cord down here i was all like Please don't let me be on camera because my cord was stuck. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, right on me. Real pro here. We're, yes, we're, yes, we are. Of course. We're playing. What are, what are, what are you doing? Are you trying Hopping to make sure? into spring. <laughs> we're, we're off to a great oh, start. Man, what are we doing? Man, boy, last podcast, I wasn't here. You guys, oh, man. Now <laughs> this is what you get. I thought it went well. <laughs> First off, any show with Carrie seems to hit. I it don't, just goes great. I don't even hundred and whatever comment. I don't even why. Was it really hundred like, plus yeah, comments? Yeah, of course. She, she's of course. I don't. I'm not jealous. Just would envious be the right word? I'm. I'm extremely dissatisfied, <laughs> and I point that dissatisfaction at Carrie. Yeah. 
That's ASMR. I don't care what you say. Right there, that's ASMR. <laughs> Pointing this fat. <laughs> Either that. way, so so yeah, let's let's recap. Oh, first, do the share thing and press that button. You know, you you want to do that? I have noticed slackers. I will not. I won't agree. We just went up another fifteen, twenty on on youtube on the tubes yeah so like well that's good so youtube you're you're pulling your weight you're pulling your you're pulling your facebook i notice is the abandoned amusement park now yeah people are just like not even <laughs> picture one person on a merry-go-round just like leaning to the side dun, 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 dun. i'll say though like the engagement has been better and i think it is mm -hmm. because I, I gotta shoot straight because we love you guys when we first started podcasting in 2020 wasn't it when we were like really pounding the pavement podcasting we yeah, were getting we were getting yeah. thousands of views a week. yeah yeah all of a sudden it just slowly got worse because like and, and people you know you could say it's the content i don't believe that i think we have a steady street people always say i'd never see your podcast pop up right so. and and i will say right when we saw our numbers go down there were other major content creators in the conservative sphere that saw their right. numbers and they were reporting about their numbers were suddenly going down yeah, so yeah. i mean even now um What's her name? Sure. White streak in her hair. For oh, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi. She just came out and said she's being shadow banned. Um, that Instagram, when people go to follow her page, Instagram is now saying this person's page has been spreading falsified information. She said, I've never even been told what falsified information I'm spreading. Right. So it's you're seeing it kind of happen more and more. And, I, and it, you know, they don't want these things to get off the ground. We don't care. We're just going to keep going. It's not, not a big deal. We're not crying about it. Well, kind of. I shed a little tear back there. <laughs> Work so hard at this, but actually, I don't do anything. I just show up and speak. <laughs> kind of, kind of like, kind of like self-evident. I don't do nothing. My wife's like, you go there, you say this. Thank you. I, what am I wearing? Imagine you I just out walking out the door. She hands you the paper. She, like, it is what like, I say. Well, when it comes to like self-evident oh, stuff, you. yeah, it's like. She goes, hey, the next three nights, these are the topics they want you to cover. Why don't you, you know, focus on those? And so I'll sit down and go through it. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm refreshing. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing today? We're going to her house. Oh, cool. What are we doing today? We're going there. We're doing this. We're doing that. It's like, all right, let's go. Like, I, at this point, it's, oh, yeah. it's fun because like, oh, I can breathe. You know, I don't have to think. I was telling Pastor Todd this. It's actually fun letting other people lead. Yeah. It for just, you know, as simple as this is. We went out, him and I went on, um, we went out joyriding on our, on our bikes and, um, you know, you got a brand new, mm -hmm. a, a new bike, yep. you, know, you, you got yourself a little, and a it's little... got the big boom booms in the back, <laughs> you know, ASMR to the a plus oh, buddy. for, for yeah, your biker so bros. Put your ear to that one, yeah. huh? bro. It's loud. <laughs> so he's got, we both have bikes that have been modified. So I have a Yamaha 1600 that has vance and heinz pipes yep. he has a uh VTX. honda vtx uh, that has that has cobra pipes on it and you can tell the difference yep. My, mine's subtle bass yours is loud and cracky you know yep. and so we're we're out there riding and i was like mike you just lead the whole time and i came i went to todd i was like it's actually nice letting others lead yeah i don't have to make decisions i, I just you do it you know because it just gets sickening uh, not sickening but tiring yep. like, i don't want to lead right now you, know, you, you do it he did a great job. We went everywhere. We went up and down the coast and 
got into almost a couple accidents. It's great. Yeah, He's really good at this pe- stuff. People, people are great drivers. It's they their sh- fault. It's not my bro, fault. Bro, go down by the beach. It's nuts. <laughs> Those roundabouts. It's like yeah. they forget how to drive. It's like brake, gas, brake, gas. <laughs> Look, and they, gas. And they know? confuse them at the wrong time, right. too. Let me stop in the middle of the road for you. Uh, I saw I saw a picture of a, a manual car right right down where the, all the pedals are. And there was an arrow pointing towards the clutch. And it said, name what this part of the car does. Wrong answers only. And I saw one of the answers uh, to this post was, it makes the other car in front of you go faster. Ooh. Ooh. A lot of people don't understand like those cars. And it's great. Manuals. Now we it, just it, need to create some kind of national law. Which I'm not for more laws. This is why it's I love, it's I love self-evident is, is putting out. Joke. This is a law. But it we should need. be like a public service announcement. Stay out of the left lane if you're going to go slow. They're talking about making fines, heavy fines for it, at least in Florida. Like if, you're, if you're caught in the left lane Dude, slowing down traffic. Basic 101 driver's ed classes. Stay out of the left lane if you're going to go slower than everyone else. Right. That's what the right lane's for. Quit it. Just stop. Huh? That's my warning. Yeah. Take that to the you. bank, America. 340 million of you start driving in the right lane. Well, a lot of those are babies. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to drive. Wait, wait, when you're 16, drive in the right lane problem so we need to recap yeah we, we, need to get, we need to we need to come on <laughs> this this is going well all right so massey i want you to recap mr massey campos give us a recap of yeah Friday. so when we were in vegas vegas reno we were in reno we were preaching up there uh last week's last week of the week prior we went out there and and i know the the topic was a little diff like odd because people thought we were saying, don't call out evil. That is not what we were saying. If you listen to the whole podcast, that's not what we were saying. What we were saying was, we, we, we know what the world is going to do because that's what the world does. And, and again, I heard a saying one time, a long time ago, if you know the nature of the beast, why are you surprised by how it reacts, right? <clears throat> if a beast is going to attack, that's, that's what it does. Mm-hmm. This whole thing that happened at the Grammys, um, I saw it, I was like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of common knowledge. You know, back 20, 20 something years ago, Marilyn Manson on MTV tore up a Bible right. in the middle of a performance. He tore up, he was tearing up a Bible. Like, this isn't anything new. This is what they do, right? I'm not saying we don't call out evil. What I'm saying is the Christians, it seemed like, were shocked. I cannot believe this happened. It's Why like, would they do that at the Grammys? What the what are you talking about? They're of their father, the devil. They're, they're and then the other thing was. I was on MSNBC. I went through all these channels, ABC, all these other things. And I, and I, and I was, I was looking at the research or just what they were covering. They covered that crap for like five, 10 minutes tops and they let it go. You know who promoted it the most Christians. We were shocked at what was going on with it. Again, point out the evil. Yeah. This is disgusting. Sickening. Don't let your kids watch this. But it was like last night. I, I said it in front of everybody. Remember yep. we were all at the Super Bowl party and I said it in front of everybody. There we go. What's going to be reported about in the morning? This halftime show. All the Christians got their phones out right now waiting to report on something. Sure enough, within minutes, some dude posted on there. Well, look at Rihanna. She's pregnant, but she's for abortion. Abortions for thee, but not for me. It's like that you're going to live your life doing this, chasing the world and having a story for it right there. I don't get it. 
I just don't get it. Dude, do you realize all the good that is happening in this world because of the spirit of God? Not the good as in, my gosh, do-gooders. It's like, no, the power of God moving in our nation. Right now at Asbury University, big 60 hours, 60 plus hours now, these kids are going to town on the spirit of the Lord, right? We got uh, up north when we were in, 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 uh, in Reno, a pastor who stands against the, 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 the sheriff's department says, no, we're not shutting down. And then churches get behind them and start to help in the community because of Amen. one church and their obedience. I mean, Amen. there's all these kinds of stories that pop up. Sean Foyt still traveling, doing his thing, you know, going on mission trips, coming here, doing his own missions. There's all these things that are happening. The power of God is moving on. Our churches are actually starting to kick butt. We at our church, you know, electing officials and we're, we're doing it again. We're trying to get another thing. We got 10 people running for county and city office. Like all these things are happening and we're like, that that's what we're going to report on. That's how what bad we're Sam Smith was. Well, we know Sam Smith. And then the second point of all that, that's not even Satan. Satan doesn't come out with a pitchfork and red and horns. He disguises himself as an angel of light. And we're sitting here saying, look at him. He's portraying hell. Dude, they don't even know what hell is. Mm -hmm. And you know why? You know how I know that? Because they portray it as fun. They have a never party. they have never tasted hell. They've never tasted heaven. They don't know. So let's quit trying to glorify what they're doing. Point it out. It's evil. That if, if it would have been posts like, guys, make sure your kids, you're, you're watching what your kids are. Make sure you don't watch this crap, right? Mm -hmm. My whole thing was, what the flip are you doing watching that junk in the first? It's like they expected it to happen so we could report on something. Yeah. Let's quit watch this, it. So we've got news. Stuff. And that's, that's the, the, yeah, the the hyper focus on what the media is saying you become reactive and 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 instead of being reactive start making decisions and what we're going to get into today is we're we're taking it from okay what are you taking in and reacting to to what should your mindset be right right we we, we went on the scripture based um it's in timothy or peter when he says um have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them, right? That wasn't talking about exposing what the world does. They're already exposed, right? First John, or I'm sorry, John 3, 18. John 3, 16, for God to love the world, you know, all that stuff, mm -hmm. we all know it. John 3, 18 says they're already of this world. They're condemned already. So like they're already in that era. And I can hear the liberals on See, you're already saying we condemn. No, no, no. You want to live that way. You have an option to not be condemned through Jesus Christ. You can be accepted in the beloved by him. Right. The bride, uh, the bridegroom calling the bride. You can be a part of this. So there's that scripture, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Right. What that's talking about in the church is saying, don't fellowship with the world. You're not of that anymore. So whatever's going on in the church, that's evil. Expose it. It wasn't saying expose what the Grammys do. That's worldly. That's worldly. Like, we know they're not going to be Jesus people. We shouldn't be shocked by that. You know, right. and the world is the world system is Satan's kingdom. Bingo. So why do I... we expect anything different? Right. It, it, it. Dude, when, when he was talking about kingdom stuff yesterday, yeah, I, was yesterday like, I was like, that's our podcast. It's <laughs> totally our podcast. And then uh, revive us Check out yesterday's sermon. And and Destiny said that Christ Fellowship was talking about same. I saw that too. Same that's thing. awesome. That's it's like cool. that's unity. God is moving, man. God is is putting His point Bro, forward. The kingdom is here, man. Th see, this is what gets me excited. The churches are beginning to unify, and yeah. 
my wife said this uh, that day. She said, if you keep saying the church ain't doing, I said right after her, but she was like, we keep saying the church isn't. She was, we've seen churches do it. We right. travel all over the country. And here I'm saying, keep saying we're not doing it. You, you're prophesying our own death. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. You're prophesying the death of the church is what you're doing. That that's And that's totally the point of this whole podcast is what is coming out of your mouth? What is in your heart? What is your con- mindset, your condition? Because if you're... Life produces life. Right. Death produces death. Death cannot produce life. I'm telling you, when you're actually disciplined by the Lord, because there's a difference between conviction and condemnation. I'll bring you guys to my point. You'll understand what I'm saying. When you're disciplined by the Lord, it hurts so good. You you know what I mean? Like it, I'll I'll never forget. and, And I won't get into details, but in front of staff in a prayer meeting, the Lord disciplined me hard, but it felt so good. It, it was like the Lord loves me enough to correct me on this, right? And mm. it's it's one of those things where that discipline produces life. So God's not disciplining with death. He's disciplining with life. Conviction is is hope, right? Conviction has hope. It's redirect this way because this is what I have in front of you, right? So don't get it confused that discipline and conviction are death. We have to be able to discipline ourselves. We have to be able to point out things that need correction in our own lives and in other lives. So we're not saying pie in the sky, just positive mentality, nothing else, right? There's accuracy in what you're thinking. Here's the example, and this will bring it all back together for you. Why would I go around saying, I'm a master piano player? It's not true. Yeah. Not by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. But... <laughs> That's me. It's hysterical because I'm actually learning piano right now. So it's like, all right, cool. And I was perfect with you. <laughs> but that's people will say you can't just walk around with a positive mindset. That's what they're thinking you're doing. Is if I tell myself I'm a master piano player enough, then I'll be a master piano player. That's not what we're talking about with positive mindset. What I'm saying is instead of me saying I suck at piano and I'm horrible and I'm never going to learn, do you see the death in all of that? Truth. The life is I want to learn to play piano better. Yep. I'm I I want to get better. I know I can improve some skill if I work at it. That's right. There's accuracy in that. There's accuracy in saying, well, I'm not the best piano player right now, but I'm going to work on. Yeah. It. Right? Yeah. And that's that positive mindset, that that accurate mindset, that life mindset is so important. And so why do we take in news and media that is all doom and gloom? Everything we bring in, with it, it's affecting us one way or another, right? You do. You're, you're, you're speaking Romans here when, when in, in chapter eight, part of chapter seven, you know, when he's talking about, you know, those that walk after the flesh mind the things of the flesh, those that walk after the spirit things. I mean, you're literally telling your mind, walk after the spirit. You won't fulfill the deeds of the flesh. Right. Uh, at the end of Romans seven, when he's like, Oh, you know, wretched man that I am, who should deliver me from the body of this death? He said, I thank God through Jesus. So it's like, you've got to change your mindset and say, Lord, I thank you for delivering me from the worldly mindset that I used to have. 
the mindset that was death, the mindset that was uh, destruction, the mindset that was I'm going to fail, the mindset that was I'm prideful, I don't need God. It actually takes all that away from you. Mm-hmm. Then in Romans 8, he starts talking about there is no condemnation in Christ for those who don't walk after the flesh, but for those who walk after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ made me free from that law of sin and death. So there's all the stuff that in Romans, right? And others too. In in Galatians, he actually rebukes them. I think it was chapter three when he's like, don't, what, who taught you to go back into the flesh under the works of the law after you've been begun in the spirit? It's all mindset change, right? It's like, you got to quit thinking the, the death side and start thinking the life side. Like the life is in Christ, right? Death to the flesh. That is, this is where Christians mix it up. They think, oh my gosh, you're just speaking. No, no, no. Every Christian should know this. You are going to deny yourself today. Take up your cross. You will die to yourself today. It's a daily thing. Paul said uh, 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 that that I die daily, he, he wrote. I can't remember. It, it, it's it, when, when you, because I, I just lost the scripture in my head. I had it. And um, when he said, but in, in my daily courses, I die daily. I die to myself. I live for the things of God. You just walked into a supernatural walk that you can't explain. It's not fleshy. It's not conjured up. It's not trying to do something nice for someone. Those things may happen, but it's more like, Lord, spiritually, what am I walking into today? What kind of warfare am I encountering today? And where will you be in all that? Like, I need you, Lord. I need you to put, you know, you see what I'm saying? It's a different walk. That is 101 Christianity. That's not a, oh my gosh, you know, I'm really just digging deep and fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer is 101. That's the easy stuff. That's why people get freaked out by what Satan is doing. Yes. Because they're, yeah. You're you're absolutely right. Because Christians will, and, and we're not just overgeneralizing Christians, and, and please don't take this as just an attack on the body. You know, what we're saying is, where are our minds? And I have to differentiate between Christians and non-believers because this conversation is for the Christian. The non-believer is not going to see it because they're of the world. They don't care. They're blinded to they it. They don't care. You shouldn't be blinded to it if you're a Christian, right? But we tend to see it as we see the evils of the world. We're ready to point the finger at all of the evil that the world is doing. And I get it. We, we can point it out as, hey, this is happening. But we tend to, to uh, we, we tend to obsess over it. That's the word I'm looking for. And it becomes a demons behind every doorknob thing. You could look at something completely innocuous and all we see in it is evil. And what I find interesting is how rare is it that we go, I see what the Lord did in that. I see that, that, that symbol of the Lord there. Like, why have we decided that Satan is allowed to put all of his messaging and symbolism and, and his, his below the surface stuff into things? And so we'll go, ah, oh, well, the color red was used in that. And the color red is of Satan. So there. But we, we won't <laughs> point out where God might have put in his own little bits, his own little pieces, where the Holy Spirit may have illuminated something. And I was like, ah, I never saw that. I see you, Lord. I find it funny that, 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 you know, red is the color of Satan somehow, like, right. But then we got a, our homie, Joseph Z, in his ministry, and his whole thing is going red. The red church, The right? red church, yeah. yeah. The red church, which is a prophetic apostolic type church. And it's like, you got these guys who are like, no, I'm, I'm reclaiming this for the Lord. This is God's thing, right? And yet when it's red, they got horns, they got all this stuff. It's like, 
I'm I'm sorry. That's because they get it from the goat head and the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, bro, y'all, come on. You know what I mean? We're 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 assigning the enemy an animal now. Like, you know, I I'm just lost here. And, like, and and whether it is or not, like we know paganism and and occultic practices and satanic worship, whether they know it or not, that they're doing it, it exists. Like, and this was something I put into the notes. And we'll we'll get back into the personal mindset in a second. But listen, we've been in a Christian bubble in this nation. That's not an insult. It's just true. For a long time, Christianity has been the dominant mindset, the dominant practice, the established structure in America. Awesome. Cool. But guess what? The vast majority of history... Yes has been darkness, (laughs) pagan worship, false idols. All of that stuff has been the established structure. So let's not delude ourselves and say, ah, well, it's going to carry on forever. That Here's why. Israel, how many times went back around and around and around where they allowed all of that stuff to start taking root and suddenly 40 years down the road, It's a pagan nation. It's a false worship nation. And all of a sudden, God is not the the structure. God is that remnant. It's like, uh, we got a couple of God followers still in this nation. And if you look at, I I was talking to somebody last night. It's funny because I told him, uh, if I mentioned you, I'll say I was talking to a friend last night. And here I go. (laughs) But he was talking about, you look at somebody like Daniel. Daniel was in a pagan, idol-worshiping, sorcery-driven nation. Did did Daniel say, Mm. nope, I'm dead. Mm. Lord, take me now. I'm not going to be part of this. And then, I just can't believe how bad the king is and the pagan practices and the people are just worshiping him no matter what. And I can't... (laughs) He had sorcerers! What do you expect? It's the world. <laughs> it's the world. What do you expect? <laughs> so, to, to, why do we set our minds on doom and gloom, on the pagan stuff of the world? Dude, keep going, man, because the Bible yeah. says set your mind and affection on things above, not on things of the earth, right? Why? Because our life is hid with Christ, right? So we're supposed to set our mind on things above. Now, that doesn't negate that there's evil in the world, but our job is to rear our children, our churches, pastors, all that stuff to know what counterfeit love is and what real love is to know what counterfeit spirit is and what real spirit is. Funny thing that pagans will do the same analogy crap that, 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 that the, the allegory type story or the allegory type thing to do their things. And Christ led by allegories. Right. And he was always saying something like that. I just want to say this to you too. I just want to read this over you in scripture to make you see what we're trying to say. We're made alive in Christ. The Bible says, right? It's Ephesians two. You can read it yourself. Ephesians two verse one. And you were dead in your offenses and your sins in which you previously walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air which now works that same spirit in the sons of disobedience. Did he say, 
you remember that the gyrations he used to do? Did he get specific? He said, no, you were in the spirit of disobedience. You were in the spirit that walked against Christ, but now you're made alive in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now you're made alive. He says, among them, we too previously lived in the lusts of our flesh, indulging in the desires of our flesh and the mind were by nature children of wrath, just, just as the rest, but God being rich in mercy. That's our focus. We used to do that. This is what we're doing now. Why the flip are we keep talking about that? That's the point. I'm supposed to focus on the things of God. If I do that, I want to tell people about that. Not about these. I'm serious. The yeah. Bible calls them fools. Fool says in his heart, there's no God. These fools that want to do that. Why am I focusing on what they're doing? I don't care what they're doing. My care is, Lord, we need to reach them. Is there anyone in Hollywood that can reach them? And if that's me, Lord, open the door. I'm going. Or be Paul. If you want to send me there, I'll go. We've proven that. We'll go anywhere. Dude, we will go anywhere and preach the gospel. I don't care where it is. And I don't care to how many it is. We've proven that. I don't care. I'm not just complaining about it. Lord, how do I reach Sam Smith? How do I reach that girl that was with him on the show? I don't know. How do we get into those places, Lord? Or is it just too wicked that that's what they've chosen? And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But Lord, can you just send me there? I'll go. Like, let's, let's go. Let's go talk to him. Let's go sit down and have a cup of coffee. I'm not. I'm not after attacking their demons. Here, I, I just. I just imagine. Imagine now we're being told pronouns are changing, and I want to be called they them. And the man that had was full of demons. They they called themselves Legion. Ooh, think about it. Yeah. That's the world. That's the world. Did Jesus go out and say, look, man, I went out and healed this dude with a bunch of demons. No, that was the world. You know what the story was? Jesus cast that crap out, put in a bunch of pigs, and the pigs died. That's the miracle of God. He testified of the wondrous works of God, not the wondrous works of the enemy. Come on, man. Say that again, man. The Psalms talks about it. I, I have testified and seen the wondrous works of God care what they're doing over there we know they're dark in their minds the bible says they're alienated in their minds through wicked works the bible says they're, that's them that's who they are and, and it's like that should only tell me what can i affect around me to stop them from doing that i know how wicked it is how do i get this nation this our, our own our own home for crying out loud into righteousness lord i need to stay here i need to stay here i noticed my son's this is just confession time. We're in the word, we're in prayer, we're doing. And dude, but they're on YouTube, right? And they're hearing all these songs. And I, look, I'm not, I'm not a legalist, you know? Yeah, there's certain songs I don't want them to, you know, to partake in. <clears throat> but I'm noticing some of the stuff and they do these playful jingles that they do, you know, these little 30 second clips from like the shorts, YouTube shorts. And I, <laughs> I was joking with my son. I was like, I'm turning into my mother. So he was doing this whole jingle. He did all the words and I was, it was just a, jubilous song it wasn't and i said to him do you know scripture like that and my mom pops in my head because i used to <laughs> i used to have a baseball card collection i could name you know like uh jesus Molina. i could all these yeah. other guys and she'd be like do you know the disciples like that mijo do you know do you know the 12 do you know all the books of the bible mijo mm, they're 66 huh i was like really <laughs> that's how you're gonna get me to read the bible but it, it's we have to watch out. And I was thinking about this when my son was, was doing that. 
Lord, I think I've allowed too much looseness here. It's time to kind of not crack down and make not them feel legalistic, stupid. Yeah, not, not, but... not make them feel bad about it, but to say there's a better way. There's a, there's a different way, right? My job is to keep the house holy, pure, right? That's my job. Not to worry about how bad. The, and they, they've asked me tons of questions. Like, <laughs> worldly, like, Dad, what about this? What about that? It's like, hey, you must be old enough to understand it. Let's talk about it. You know, so I go deep. Dude, it's called demonic activity. It's oppressive. It wants to take a hold of your spirit. It wants to show you what fear is. It wants to show you what wrath is. All of that is not the fruit of the spirit. And it know? wants your attention. Yeah. So when when you deal in deliverance, one of the things that you're trained to do in terms of deliverance is you're in charge, not the demonic, right? So one of the things you establish is I'm in charge here. The demonic is not in charge here. You, you speak when you, when I tell you to speak, right? Because the demonic will take control. Every, every chance it gets. Every chance it gets. And what does it want? It wants your attention. So often the demonic will express itself in an event where it has to, to get your attention, to pull you in, right? And so what we watch time after time after time True. is people get distracted because with the demonic, there's the demonic, the demonic, the demonic, the demonic, the demonic, your eyes are off of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Christ, when Peter steps out of the boat, Christ is keep your eyes on me, whatever the waves, the storm are doing, keep your eyes on me. That's right. Why? Because once you get your eyes on the storm and the waves and how big they are and what they're doing, and man, this could crash on me you start sinking. Your faith starts lessening Truth. because you see the strength and the power of the enemy. Right, right. And I think, too, prophecy has a lot to do with this. I think as we as we read this, and I'm you know going through it, thank you for all of our researchers, by the way. You guys kill it on this stuff. We read the story of Caleb and Joshua, and I went through it piece by piece, right? And how even their own people were like, yeah, this land is plenteous. It does have fruit. We can't do it. Giants. <laughs> worry worry and here's right? caleb going um they're bread for us though like let's go get them yeah joshua comes out and says if god's with us it's over they're gonna lose let's repent let's go let's go let's i mean come on dude. let's take it god two told dudes, us two dudes out of all the spies and the spies admitted that it was fruitful like here it is god is literally saying take right. it right and they're like hi oh, we're just i don't know what to do the world is insane. What are they? Oh my gosh. And J Joshua and Caleb's mind, they're like, uh, this is what we do. Like, we've got I, to possess I, the land. This is spiritual warfare. It is. It's warfare. Joshua was that guy. He was the warrior, right? Here it is. Two dudes, that spirit walks up and says, I don't care how big they are. My God is bigger. I don't need to think about how big they are. We need to go out there and proclaim the victory. That is what I'm talking about. That's yes. a power that you don't even understand. You can't even conjure that. You can't conjure that up in the flesh. And I don't even say I have it all the time. There are times I'm like, I can't. Can't do this anymore. Yeah. Last year was prime example. I admitted it on the podcast. Last year was like, okay, I'm, I'm under the press. I'm under it, man. You know? And then God says, you know, like. <laughs> Discipline. Just right? a good, swift, loving Hurt slap so in the good. head with a hug hurts so good man one of those like come here i got you but quit it 
-hmm. That is not the spirit I've given you. That is not, I didn't give you the spirit of, of fear. I didn't give you the spirit of depression. I didn't give you the spirit of, 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 of desensitization. I didn't give you, I did not do that to you. You saw it. You allowed it. I'll, I'll be honest. He told me all this stuff. I was, I was the one who allowed it. I wasn't seeking the things of God the way I should have been. I wasn't doing anything stupid. I wasn't in sin or anything. But it was just, I was in the motion of it. I was just going through it, you know, just every day getting up, reading my scriptures, preaching my sermons, doing my thing. I was not pressing in the way I should have been. It's my fault. This isn't the Lord. Here's where the Lord is awesome. Get back on track. You're my son, dude. Get moving. That's not how my son talks. That is not how my son acts. That is not what my son did. And do you see how you, you had to take that in and, believe in that yeah. truth because then it produces faith out of you right so this is what we're trying to say is what you what you're thinking on where your mindset is the words that come out of your mouth matters because if all that comes out of your mouth is death and destruction if all you can you think about is death and destruction. What do you expect to come out in terms of your mindset? Bingo. This is why so many people walk around with absolutely destroyed personalities and mindsets. Because what we do is the world's going to destroy me. And, and worry. Right. And I love what you wrote, like this whole thing. You, you know, you're saying your mindset and your heart position, your outlook produces liberty, both inside and outside yourself. Immediately, some will say that, you know, that's, that Tony Robbins, Freudian, <laughs> psychobabble, self-help guru stuff that comes from a Joel Osteen book co-authored by Satan in the form of Oprah, right? Like, <laughs> that, it was just perfect what you wrote because we can do that. This isn't flesh talk what we're talking about. No. This has nothing to do with promoting yourself. This has everything to do with promoting the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is not of self. My focus isn't on the world. It's focused on what Jesus wants to do the kingdom of heaven on earth this has nothing to do with me finances a ministry getting views dude if we cared about that can we just divulge the amount of stuff that we've got thrown our way to go do offers no no can't do it we could easily shill. Oh my gosh, the, the 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 paying of of advertising we could have done, and all this other stuff. We could have had people come on the team. No, no. Some of you would say that's foolish. Cool. Think of me foolish. I don't think the Lord told us to do that. You could say I'm foolish, but I will not do anything, and we won't do anything. And I know when it's not when it's not the Lord, when He and I agree, and carry. Now, Carrie sometimes wants us to push the envelope. She's like, let's go do it. But she, I know why she's doing it, because she wants this message to get out. Where Mike and I were like, hmm, just doesn't sit right with us. Once it's there, I don't even want to touch it. Why? Right. Because it's not in unity, dude. Right. And then Carrie's like, you're right, you're right, it's not in unity. And Car my wife is the pusher. She, she constantly is driving, you know, let's do this. So our growth is literally a lot to do with her and, and the team. Mm -hmm. But you and I, when we know it's the green light, let's move. So we've had all these opportunities for self-help and we can do it. No, man, no, we can't do that. It's the power of God that, that brings salvation. It's the power of the Lord. And that's how we weigh stuff. So we've had opportunities come across and what we do is we'll weigh it out. We'll hear it out. We'll think about it. We'll discuss. But at the end of the day, the weighing out is, okay, Lord, what's, what do you want us to do? Does this feel like something the Lord is 
wanting us to do. And we, we all come into agreement after discussion of, no, that's not what the Lord wants us to do. We, we really feel we're going this way. And that whole discussion of off of yourself, off of to what the Lord is, right. you become a byproduct of that. Your faith, your mindset, your hope, all of that becomes a byproduct of where your eyes are at. Where are your eyes? On the Lord. What God can do. The, from glory to glory. I think that's so important. It doesn't say from trial to trial. It doesn't say from tribulation to tribulation. doesn't say from suffering to suffering. From glory to glory. And that, my friends, is a highlight. That's a clip <laughs> right there. You who are doing the little YouTube He's, he's time stamping it. Yep. <laughs> um, um, uh, I'm, I'm walking through this, this paperwork yep. here. And we're kind of on off. You wrote this thing about the positive mindset. He's like, you know, look, we're not saying to ignore the truth. I, we kind of hit this a little bit, but I'm trying to follow what we're doing no, here. Go for it. Um, for some reason, we tend to believe that the negative heart position mindset is somehow more accurate. And uh, uh, this this. It's weird, but it's like the more we could say the church sucks, the more cells. Right. Like so, yeah. my wife and I were talking about this last podcast. And this is just affirming mindset. So we didn't do that in the last podcast. I love this because it's affirming mindset. To constantly tell us how bad the church is, if it bleeds, it leads. That's the old newspaper yeah. line. If it bleeds, it leads. The more we can show the church sucks, it's a place for us to direct our anger. That's good. And I dare say a lot of Christians still have a ton of anger about what's going on and how much evil there is out there. So let's point it to the easiest common denominator, the church. Why? Because I've read quotes by Finney that says it's the church that's the that you know that's degenerate and worldly. It's the yeah. church that has allowed this corruption. It's true, but his dissertation was not to smash the church. His church was to differentiate the church, the church flesh from from the spiritual church, right? He wasn't out to bash the church. He was saying, "Get back on track, church. It's time for us to move." It wasn't. If you even hear the sermon, he says, "Uh." Uh, if, if, if the church loses its legitimate fruits, it's our fault to a great degree. The, the pastors and, and, yeah, and the, the pulpit and is the pulpit. To... Right. Yeah. And he says, if there's a decay of conscience, the pulpit's responsible for it. If there's a lack of moral discernment or discrimination, the pulpit's responsible for it. If the church is degenerate and worldly, the pulpit's responsible for it. If Satan rules in the halls of our legislation, the church, the pulpit's responsible. He said, let us not neglect our duty, dear friends. Th that's what he was saying. It wasn't right. It wasn't a, you suck church. It was a, don't neglect your duty now. Now's the time to move forward. And that was one preacher's opinion. Do you notice the hope in that too? It's oh it's, it's literally one spiritual leader to other spiritual leaders saying, look, the buck stops here. If everything's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> <you're> so <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> That was good. That was good. It was like coming out of my mouth. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, yeah, there it goes." Yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. So if one, it's one leader looking to the other leaders and saying, "Look, we're leaders. The responsibility is on us. The buck stops here. Nobody else is to is to blame for this than us." Right. A good leader is the one who takes responsibility, extreme ownership, and what he's saying to the other leaders is. We're responsible. It's time for us to get back on track. Bingo. It's time for us to move back in. Instead of, well, the world is is 
destroyed by demonic activity. Satan's oppressing it because the church is dead. The church is dead. Everybody in the church doesn't have the spirit. They're all dead. Bro, and and you wrote about this, liberty and mindset. Let's just, I'm just going to ask a question. I love this, dude. I love what, I love this whole thing. Let me ask you this. How can you believe in liberty if you don't have hope that it can be accomplished? The whole room just went sober right now. How can you believe in liberty if you don't have the hope that it can be accomplished? Because your hope now is how bad can we make the world look? How bad can we show how bad it really is? We know it's bad. It was actually prophesied by Jesus. This world is going to hell. If we don't preach, it's going. It's of the prince of the power of the air. It's dark. Then his disciples ask him, teach us to pray. And then he says, come on. Our father who art in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us. Where in that prayer did he say, and stop the world from what it's doing? Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom the power and the glory forever. You know, it was, it was all focused. It was driven when he was going to the cross. Did he focus on, I can't believe how attacked I was. You know, wouldn't a perfect sermon have been, dude, I just got tempted in the wilderness right now. And I'm going to show you how I fought this. He didn't do that. Never, never talked about Satan point. He never talked about it. Good point. So it's like, and you would think that's important to talk about. So he probably talked to it to you know to Mark and Luke and all them guys because they wrote about it. But what's recorded right after? Yeah. Blessings. Yeah. Sermon on the Mount. Sermon on the Mount. Spiritual things. The Beatitudes and all this other stuff. Like you see the birth of something beautiful out of evil. Wow, that's good. You see the birth of like the spiritual regeneration and mindset after being attacked by evil. They took the he took the evil and made it for good. Come on, man. Dude, 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 dude. The, and this this aligns with yesterday, and this aligns perfectly with what you're saying. Do you notice how often he talked about go and preach that the kingdom of God is near? Woo. The kingdom is at hand. Think dude, about it. Dude, dude. Think about it. In scripture, how often does he tell his disciples, go and preach that I'm about to die for the world's sins? <laughs> Go and preach that I'm about to be persecuted. But, no. But by the way, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That means it's right here for the taking. It's, it's right here for us to walk in the kingdom it's of yours. God here on earth. We can do this thing. That's what the good news the, is. Yes. The kingdom of God is here. You have the hope. <laughs> you have the power, the authority. And you, you know who Christ rebuked? He didn't rebuke the world. He rebuked the Pharisees who said they knew the word and didn't walk in it. Because they were whitewashed tombs that did not see the But they the represented him. Right. So he was about flipping tables at the church, not flipping tables at the club. Right. He wasn't flipping tables at the Grammys. Yet who received him? The drunkards? Yes. The prostitutes? Why? The tax collectors? Because his mindset was different <laughs> than them. Yeah. His mind was different. He could see prophetically into them. His, his, his kingdom wasn't here. And when he walked, he walked with authority. When he spoke, he spoke with authority. And his works preceded him. These signs shall follow those that believe. So then he'd go walk into a town. They're like, oh, man, is this the devil? Is this Jesus, right? All of a sudden, he starts healing. 
can the devil cast out the devil by devils? Like, this doesn't make sense. See what I'm saying? The kingdom of heaven was here. So people would see it and they would want to be with him because of what he did. And in the end of John, I, I've said this so many times that not all the books in the, in the world could contain the miracles he did. What about his sermons? The works of God were testified and written about. The works of God. The works of the enemy? Can I, can I totally jump off that with you? They recognize the genuine, real truth of Christ. The tax collectors, the prophets, or prostitutes, the, the, the drunkards. Why? Because they knew the darkness. They were, they were fully familiar with the darkness. Dude. If you work at a bank, this is how they train you to spot counterfeits. Mm -hmm. You work with the genuine. You get intimate with the genuine. You know every fiber of it. You know the look of it. You know everything about it. You don't study all of the counterfeits and the things they might do and all because they're always becoming more creative in how they're going to oh do my it. Gosh. But you know when your eyes are closed, yep, this one's real. And it, I even put in here, look, Christ, where is it? Please tell me I've got it. I know I've got it. Uh, the sheep one. Am I missing a page? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, either way. So Christ, if you find it, point it out and read it. But Christ says, look, my sheep will know my voice. He says they won't follow a stranger. It's in the first page. First page. But it goes further. Okay. People John Christ. 10, 2 through 5. But the one who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep listen to his voice and he calls his own sheep by his name and leads them out. Such a perfect scripture. When he puts all his own sheep outside, he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. However, a stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. This can truly be performed. This is real. This is actual. You get a flock of sheep and you get a stranger to start saying, follow me. Come on, come on, come on. The sheep won't follow. They follow their shepherd who they are intimate with. My followers know my voice. The whole reason that Christ says away from me, you never knew. I never knew you is because there was no intimacy. There was no relationship. So what are your eyes on? This whole conversation is, what are you focusing on and what are you becoming intimate with? Just like Massey was pointing out, look, the whole problem with the Pharisees was that they were counterfeit. And they didn't even realize they were. Christ was saying, you're whitewashed tombs, you're dead inside, you're a counterfeit. You are a son of hell and every convert that you bring in is twice the son of hell you are. This is why... The tax collectors and the prostitutes and the drunkards looked at the Pharisees and went, nah, no, no, they're, I, they're just going to condemn me. They're going to oppress me. I don't want part of that. There's something split and divided. And Christ walks in and the tax collectors and the prostitutes and, and those who are sick recognize the genuine, truthful nature of the healer. The Pharisees were so close-minded, they were so in themselves, wrapped into who, what they were doing, out of the pride, out of their conceit, 
out of their wickedness, out of being of their father, the father of lies, that they couldn't recognize the genuine, and so they were blind to it. I just, bro, you are, <laughs> that, that couldn't have been better. They didn't listen to the voice of the stranger. That's a stranger. They listened to Christ's voice, right? I'm going to edit with this. We got a yeah. minute and a half, maybe. Roll out. Psalm 118, Psalm 118, verse 9 and on. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in noblemen. Noblemen were the governmental officials and, and, and those who knew better, right? Because they were put in position and title. <clears throat> Verse 10, all nations surrounded me in the name of the Lord. All nations surrounded me. All my enemies surrounded me. But in the name of the Lord, I'll fend them off. God, that's power. They surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me. And in the name of the Lord, I will certainly fend them off. Verse 11. Verse 12, they surrounded me like bees. They were extinguished like a fire in thorn bushes. In the name of the Lord, I will certainly fend them off. Verse 13, you pushed me violently so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. The sound of joyful singing, shouting and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. Ooh. The sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. And the right hand of the Lord performs valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord performs valiantly, he says. I will not die, but live and tell of the wondrous works of the Lord. I'm like in shock right now. There it is. I will not die, but I will live to tell of the wondrous works of the Lord. In the tents of the righteous is salvation and joy. Uh, salvation and joy is shouting. That's the tents of the Lord. Warriors find the enemy. Yeah, but they don't exalt the enemy. They don't, they don't tell how bad the enemy is. They say how good our God is. Yeah, we found the enemy. Let's go get him. They don't tell how big the enemy is. That's what brought fear into the camp. It's telling me how bad the enemy is. How evil and, yeah, and wicked and that brings horrible fear into are. the camp. I don't want fear. I want faith. Yep, they're big, but they're bred for us, the way Caleb said. They're ours now. It's up to us. And if the Lord is with us, that, that victory is ours. And God is still in the business of victory. He has never left his throne and he's never abdicated his victory. He wants us to win against the enemy because he's already defeated. Then why in the heck are we focused on what he's doing? He's already won. You think I care about how evil this world is? That's why I left the world to come to Jesus. I saw how evil it was. I saw what it did to me. And then I saw the wondrous cross. I saw him hanging on there and bleeding. I saw him take my sin and my punishment. I saw what he did with my spiritual eyes, what he did with the thief on the cross. I saw him give a man salvation that never even knew what a tithe was, what the scriptures were. He never heard a sermon about Jesus. And yet Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. And if he can do it with that man, what can he do with me? And he resurrected that dude. And then he goes and shows himself to his disciples. He says, and not many days hence, he will be baptized with power in the fire of the Holy Ghost. And you'll go out there and do greater things than I did. So go do it. That's the commission of the Christian. Oh, focus on the world. What the heck? That's the world, folks. I don't serve them. I don't care about that stuff. I care about what Christ can do in Sam Smith. How he can change a Saul to a Paul. Sorry, dude, but is Sam Smith persecuting Christians? No. 
He's putting on little shows and the Christians are going, oh my God. He's putting on little shows. He's serving his father. And he does it openly. And some of us can't even preach the gospel to a neighbor. Shame on us. That's where it should be, right? Some of us don't even know this. Some of the scriptures I said today, I think about this. I wonder how many people know that that's in scripture. This is this should be your daily bread. This is your food. That's where the focus should be is the word and the life in Christ and prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do next? That's it's that simple. And yet we make it complicated. I don't want that anymore. I want this ministry to overcome. I want us to go into the highways and the byways and places people can't even think of going. I want to go back into public schools again. And we will one day. And we're going to go get those kids. And God's opening the doors. We're going to keep doing it. There's no deception here. We tell them we're Christian. I mean, mm-hmm. We don't get into every public school, but we've been in them. We want to do colleges again, but I'm realizing I'm getting older. People don't listen to me. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we want to do that again. We want to go to the streets again. We want to do all these things again. And we're, we're building. God's doing some really cool things in the ministries, building us up on the bottom end so we can go out doing what we do and give resources and discipleship things. So he's building us up right now, which is really awesome. So we're still able to do these things. My focus is the gospel. My focus is on the power of the Lord. My focus is, Lord, you're greater than all this stuff. And one day we're going to reign with you in glory. That's what I'm for. I don't give a crap about hell because hell is a real place. So is heaven. Why focus on what the enemy's doing? I don't care. I know he's evil. I know it's out there, dude. It's crazy. So keep your children from evil. Don't provoke them to anger. The Bible says children obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. First commandment with promise. Do that. That's keep your home, keep your church, keep your elders, keep your pastors, keep them in prayer. That's what we need to do so we can fight against this enemy stuff. This whole drag queen, we should be out there. And I'm, I'm with you. We should be out there protesting it, you know? Anyways, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. No. Whew. I love it. I, <laughs> what more do I say? Guys, I, I hope you always come away from every episode learning something, getting some type of revelation. Le- I have pour revelation. out to you. Carrie sits on a seat <laughs> and she's like this tall. <laughs> She, was, I, she sits I, on a booster. I, I checked in and I was like, man, there's a lot of space between her head and the neon. <laughs> I love her. But anyways, guys, we 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 love you. <coughs> we really do. I love when shout out to Shailene for, oh, for everything you've done for us. The the fact that we're in a new state because of you. Thank yep. you. Pray for her family. Absolutely. Like we love you guys, each and every one of you. We're so thankful for whether you listen, whether you view. We're here for you. We care about you. That's what our job is. We're here to help disciple you forward. Yeah. You need something, you let us know. Okay? We love you guys. And we're so grateful that we can do this. Twice a week, every week, get on here and help, hopefully, help in some way. Right. Yeah, and, and it's not that hard. If you guys live in a state you want us to come to, just just find Reach a place. out. Yeah, man. Like we'll help you get an area, an event. You know, Shaleen had us uh, get a couple of events out there, so that's what we did. And we went out there, and it didn't matter about the money, the cost. We'll go out there and do it. And so, if you're feeling that pull too, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll, we'll help, and you know, we got a team of people that can help you do that. And yeah, we'd love to be a part of if, it. If you've got an idea, 
we want to help you make it a reality. Mm-hmm. All right. So until Friday, thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, we love you so much. We hope you have a great day. Love you guys.